Welcome to the Music Matters Media Podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Eric. And today we are going to be talking about my two favorite things, Dashboard Confessional and the app Songkick. Awesome. So to start, let's talk about Songkick. What is it and how does it work? Okay, so Songkick is an app that you can get the App Store or I'm pretty sure you can get it at the Google Play Store and stuff. And you basically download the app and you sync all your information, your email address, your zip code, and it scans your music library. So whatever you have on your music library, whatever musicians, bands and stuff, it scans that. And then based off of that, it notifies you and lets you know um, what artists are coming near you on tour, which is super, super helpful for somebody like me and also you that... um, our concert junkies, <laughs> and uh, it's it's really convenient. They email you too, and they notify you just to keep you updated when tickets go on sale. Um, they track all your favorite artists, and it's super convenient to use. And I've been using it for years now, and it's helped me, um, you know, stay in touch with everything that's going on in the music world and who's touring near me and and when tickets drop and everything. So uh, I love it. I really do. Very nice. And is this how you found out about uh, Dashboard Confessional through Songkick? Yes. I mean, I, that's not how I found out about the band, but... Yeah, yeah, about, that they were playing. Right, that they were playing. Yeah, that's how I found out about that show. I actually got an email from the company, um, and the company was pretty much like, Dashboard Confessional is going to be playing a private show. Get tickets now. And I was super, super stoked nice, on it. very nice. Yeah, because I, I have Dashboard Confessional logged as one of my artists. Mm, um, okay. So you can track, like I said, it, it takes your whole music library and then you can track which ones specifically, you know, that you want to be tracked. So he was one of my, my uh, ones that were logged. And they basically notified me to let me know that he was coming in to do a private show. And that's how I heard about it. That's awesome. And then also it was on social media and stuff. Um, He posted it on his own social media, on his uh, Instagram story and stuff like that. And then they made a post as well, um, letting people know that they can get tickets and to try to, um, yeah, fill out their information and, and good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how was the song kick event? Oh my god, it was it was amazing. First of all, I had no expectations because I've never been to a song kick event before, so I had no idea what was going to happen going into it, mm-hmm. and I pretty much won the tickets from a random picking. Oh so, wow, cool. Yeah, so basically 
Um, like I said, they emailed me, and then I emailed back my information to try to get the tickets. And um, they just picked handfuls of people, and I was happy. You know, I happened to be one of the people chosen. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, that was really cool. And then obviously. Um, they were like, you can bring a friend as well. So it was a pair mm-hmm. of tickets, which was really, really nice. And uh, so, yeah, the event itself, I had no idea what to expect going into it because I've never been to one before. But it was it was really, really um, fun and intimate. And they did a really good job. The whole thing was completely organized really well. And uh, seeing Dashboard Confessional Live was a real treat because I've never gotten the chance to see him perform live before so so that was my first time i can imagine what a lot of firsts (laughs) first song kick live first dashboard show nice yeah yeah and how was the performance oh my god yeah he is such a um great performer i love that it was an intimate show just because it made it even more heartfelt and and he plays really emotional songs so Mm, it just it hit you even more you know whereas like if you were in an arena and stuff like that i feel it takes away part of that intimacy but to to be in such a to be so close to him Mm -hmm. and to share that moment was pretty surreal. I got to tell you, um, he's great live. He sounds exactly like he sounds on the records. That's, that's always a plus. Always a plus. You know, that's like my number one thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. And he was just really, really, um, great to see live. Super talented dude. Um, it was just him, uh, that came, but yeah, it was, it was great. Really what was. was his set list like? Okay, so his set list, he played seven songs. Okay, that's not bad. He played Vindicated, Remember to Breathe, We Fight, Saints and Sailors, Stolen, Heartbeat Here, and Hands Down. Now, um, We Fight and Heartbeat Here is off of his new album that he's promoting. The album is called Crooked Shadows, and it just came out earlier this year. It came out on February 9th. And it was the first album that he's released at, out of uh, a decent hiatus that he took. Wow. Yeah, okay. he took a decent hiatus in between albums. His last album that he released was in 2009. Wow, it's so been a while. this was a huge deal. Like, the last time that he stopped touring and stuff like that was back in 2011. Wow, okay. And then he took a break. And so this is his big comeback. You know, he announced he was making a big comeback late 2017. And then early 2018, Crooked Shadows dropped. And since mid-March, he's been touring on it, promoting it. Wow, so it's been almost a decade since any new music's been heard. Yeah, isn't that wild to think about? Yeah, no, that is, yeah, for sure. That is so um, insane. Like, the way, I can't believe, even, I can't even wrap my head around it that it's been that long. No, it yeah, doesn't. It doesn't feel like that, but at the same time... Um, it's just people have been craving new music from him for a while now. So yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of the back and forth. It's like you no, listen yeah, you listen you to the old records and it doesn't feel like it's been that long. But then yeah, in actuality, true. you're like, wow, now that he finally released new material, this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah, it, so. it sinks in, right? Yeah, totally. Like after like maybe a year or two that go by after an initial album's been released, you're like, I want more, I want more, I want more. Yeah, I'm always one of those people. Yeah, yeah, but then I think once it passes the two, maybe even three-year mark, then you're not as much in a rush to hear new music. 
Right. For me, I love when bands do the two-year gap. Where me it's too. Like me too. They release an album, they tour on it, and then they take two years to like, you know, go tour back it. to the drawing board and, yeah, and yeah. you know, get back in the studio, write, and all that stuff. I think that's the perfect sweet spot. Yeah. In yeah, between, of course. you know, in between music. Now the dashboard confessional. His name is Chris Caraba, right? Yes. What was he like in person? Oh my God! So basically. I'm going to let me let me rewind this back a little bit and then I'll start from from beginning to end. Okay. So basically the the song Kick Live was in the city, New York City, and it the building that it was in was at Warner Music International. So Okay. Uh got into the city, waited online and it was less than 100 people there. Was, like I said it was just a super intimate private show which was really nice. So we get there and we go upstairs into this room and it's lit with like all these Christmas, Christmassy white lights all around the room. And it has a really cool vibe. It has a very like chill, like lounge type of room and they have everything set up. They have the song kick live sign set up. They got the sound uh, board and everything in the back ready for him to play. And the whole thing was catered. So they had free food, wow, which cool. was really nice. That's, and that's I, always a plus. Oh, of course. And <laughs> and not only is free food always a plus, but it's a plus when it's good. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I can I, imagine. I actually wanted to take the time. I'm going to go a little bit off track, but then I'll get back on track. I wanted to talk about the food really quick. Okay. They had... Uh, um, it catered and they had a whole thing set out for people to, to make it themselves. Tacos. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's not had, something you... Uh, you hear about every day. Yeah, they had a taco set up and they had guacamole and chips and everything like that. And Eric, let me tell you, okay, um, it was delicious. <laughs> it was so good. I was not expecting it to be that good because, you know, free food is awesome. But usually yeah, when yeah. you think free food, you're like, okay, I'm going to get like little snacks, maybe like a bag of chips or a bag of pretzels. I had no idea that it was actually going to be fully catered and it was so good. It it, it was even better than Chipotle or anything really? like that. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it was very high quality. So I actually wanted to give a shout out because I tracked down where they got the food from. That's how much I loved it. Okay. okay um, cool. And the place that they got it from is called Otto's Tacos. And they're exclusively, I think, as of now at least, in New York City. So okay, anybody cool. who visits New York City, who comes here on a trip from wherever you're coming from, definitely hit up one of the, the Otto's Tacos restaurants. Because you will not be disappointed. And if you live in the New York area, if you live uh, in the city or nearby the city, I'm pretty sure you can get it delivered. Just go to www.ottostacos.com. Very um, nice. Very I, had, nice. I had to put that in there. I had to <laughs> because, you know, if, it, if it, I'm going to be honest. If the food wasn't good, I wouldn't have uh, mentioned it. I would have been like, yeah, we got free food. But then the yeah, conversation would have ended there. But it was just, it was that good that it would be um, a disservice to not mention the food. You got to give credit where credit is due. And the food was so delicious. I loved it. So, yeah, Otto's Tacos. Thanks for hooking it up for the Dashboard Confessional 
private show. Awesome. Don't you just wish more shows were like that? I do. I felt so important for no reason. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I feel like VIP right I now. I mean, technically it was. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You you won the tickets. I won the tickets. We um When we were all in line and we were waiting to go up, we all got wristbands, you know, song kick wristbands. We, we get in there. There's free drinks. There's free food. Like I said, it was catered and everything. They have soda. They have water. They have alcohol. They have tons of beer to choose from. Okay. And um, they also had like liquor and hard drinks too. Okay. So it, it so was... So the whole nine, basically. The whole nine. Yeah, whole nine. Everything for free. It was super, super nice. And they had stuff that you can take home, um, like song kick swag, <laughs> quote okay, unquote, cool. wow. that you could take home. They had... Um, solo cups that said song kick on they were black solo cups but they weren't plastic they were hard and um those look really nice they were they were nice and uh so they had those and they had earbuds wow cool yeah yeah so really cool stuff so everything was free the food free drinks were free all the stuff you could take home for free um and at the end of uh, their performance, so Chris Caraba ended up doing an acoustic set, and he did a live Q and A. And wow, uh, cool! So he did his, he played his set first, and then afterwards, people were able to um, ask him questions and stuff, and he would answer them. And then there was like a brief interview period, and then that was that. And then after that. We pretty much had a meet and greet at the end where everybody lined up and you can go over, meet him, and then they take a Polaroid picture of you and oh. y- and you can have that picture of you with him for the rest of your life just for the memory of it. Polaroid, man. Something I haven't heard of in a while. Yeah, you know, with the whole record... Um, resurgence. Resurgence, thank yeah. you. Same thing is happening with the Polaroid, apparently, where they have this company... Um, and, and no way am I sponsored by them for saying this, but if you want to sponsor me, go ahead, go right ahead. <laughs> um, but they have this company called Instax mm-hmm. and they they make, um, Polaroid, uh, what cameras? do you call it? Cameras. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. I always liked Polaroid cameras, to be honest. Yeah. I always thought they were cool. Yeah. When we're done recording, I'll actually, I'll, I'll uh, show it to you. It was, it was really nice. cool. Cool. Yeah. And what was it like talking to him? So, yeah, so getting to that part, he is the most sweet, humble dude I have ever, like, honestly, like, one of the, like, all jokes aside, I've been to so many concerts, seen so many bands and musicians play, have gotten the chance to interact with some of them, which I've been extremely grateful for, but I gotta tell you, he's up there on the list as far as like how humble and respectful and how sweet and nice. It made me actually appreciate the music twenty times more because I yeah, already loved good. the music. But um, for him to just the way that he acted and the way that uh, he came across with everybody, you know, he was so patient with people and he let people stand there and chat with him like so much so that. Towards the end, they had to really like try to move it along because <laughs> they only had that space rented for a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And he was being so nice with people that instead of being like, "Okay, you know, we're done here. One, yeah, two, yeah. go." Move along. Um, that we started going over the time limit because he was just he wasn't rushing anybody. He was talking to everybody. He was just so so nice and and really interacting with people. Um, human to human, you know, not just like, oh, I'm better than you or n- like yeah, none of, of that course. bullshit, you know? 
That's good, because usually, well, not usually, but it's, it's it's always disappointing whenever you meet one of your idols and they turn out to not be what you thought they would be or... Yeah, just, I hate you know. that. I hate that, where you have these high expectations yeah. of these people because you're so dedicated to their music, and then you might meet them or see them, mm-hmm. and they might act a certain way, and then it kind of... It, it's hard to separate the two because it kind of takes away from it. You it know, doesn't you, feel the you, same anymore. Yeah, it doesn't feel the same. Exactly. It doesn't feel the same anymore. Like, your music's great, but you're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but this was not the case. He's such a, such a sweet guy. Like, he really acted like he was friends with everybody. Like, if he, yeah, yeah. if we mm-hmm. were just talking yesterday, um, you know, it, it was really nice. That's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I always try to separate the person from the music just as a general rule, but... I usually find that if it's a situation like what you just said, where the person creating the music on top of being a talented person is also genuinely a good person when you meet them. Doesn't it make it it so much better? Yes, it makes it absolutely better. Like, it makes me feel like every time that I buy an album or I contribute towards that person's success, it makes me feel good about it. Yes, you feel even better for doing it. Yeah, because I'm like, this person deserves it. Like, this person's such a good person. Not saying that you don't have to still support them if you enjoy the music. Mm -hmm. I get that you can separate the two, but maybe, like, maybe not by two different variants of the same record like maybe only buy one and like little things (laughs) like that that you feel inspired to contribute less than you normally would right exactly all right so that's awesome that your experience with that way better than you thought it would be it was incredible because like i said i had no expectations going into it so not only that it was just it was my first song kick live experience it was my first time um seeing dashboard play and then meeting him like everything rolled into one i couldn't have had a better time it was fantastic very nice yeah all right so since you mentioned he prior to releasing his uh, new album he was on a hiatus he was yeah what do you think of the new album okay so i'm glad that you asked that because um the new album has gotten very mixed reviews Mm, and i'm gonna tell you why i in my opinion for for two reasons number one it's extremely short Oh, that's not good. It's only a nine-track album. Uh, yeah, that's that's way too short, for me at least. And uh, I think the reason why people are so critical of that is because of the long hiatus in between. So um, there was that. And then the second thing is it's definitely in a more popular direction than previous albums. And what was uh, what was his sound like on previous albums? So his genre, he is emo, alternative rock, indie in that realm. Okay. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to go on the record saying this because I do believe this wholeheartedly. Without bands like Dashboard Confessional and Taking Back Sunday, without the success of them, there would be no Moose Blood and there would be no... Uh, bands like that of today wow yeah so they're they're a very huge uh they're a very huge deal they're a very huge deal huge influence on you know upcoming or new age uh alternative rock and pop punk and stuff like that and they were basically the starters of emo music at its prime you know, wow, in the in the okay. early two thousands. Yeah, I mean, I knew that about Taking Back Sunday. I actually did not know that about a uh, Dashboard Confessional. Yeah, Dashboard Confessional is extremely poetic, and every song is a story. 
underneath that's being told. You can tell um, listening to bands like Mooseblood, for example, mm-hmm. the influence underneath that. Mm, I, see, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like every song is not biographical, but it's got meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Like they basically don't waste time on, you know, lyrics that don't make sense or that are hollow. Yeah, like and there's no fluff. Is... There's no fluff. Okay. There's no filler. Um, it's all just straight storytelling, gut punching lyrics, mm. and good. and especially early on, there was a lot of angst behind it, which okay. I love. Also, comparing Dashboard Confessional, think to like early Fall Out Boy, like take this to your grave, Fall Out Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, storytelling as far as lyrically, the mindset of where those people were at at the time. So cool, cool. Yeah. So this new album that came out and got mixed reviews. So yeah, it got the new album got mixed reviews. But in my personal opinion, I actually really like it. Nice. Despite the short length of it? Right. The, I think that it could have been longer. And I understand people's disappointment with that. That it's like, oh, we waited all this time and we only get nine songs. We feel ripped off. Mm-hmm. I yeah, get yeah. it. That, I, that would be the best way to put it. I get it. Um, but at the same time, I think that what he does with the nine songs, the songs that we do get, um, he does a great job. And I think that... I understand also the criticisms that it's definitely in a more popular direction, but I'm I, I'm sold on it just as I'm sold on um, Paramore, for example, mm, them okay. going in a uh, popular direction, okay. or Fall Out Boy going in a popular direction. There's plenty of bands, All Time Low going in a popular direction. There's plenty of bands that started out one way, and then throughout time have evolved and changed their sound, and. Um, the thing with Dashboard Confessional, why they pull it off on this new album, because it's not full-blown pop music, you know? It's yeah, not yeah. there. You can hear the instruments. And so I think that he did a really good job uh, with, the, with the comeback. I actually have a lot of songs that I enjoy on the album, but some of my favorites, if, if you're going to listen to this album as a whole, I would say give it a chance if you are a Dashboard Confessional fan because you might not like it right off the bat. Um, that's my honest opinion. It might take a, a couple listens to really grow on you, mm-hmm. but um, I think you, that you should give it a couple listens because there are some really, really good um, gems on here. For example, songs that I would recommend to listen to is We Fight, Catch You, Heartbeat Here, and Just What to Say. That's the closing track. And um, there's a couple of features on here as well. Uh, Open My Eyes, the track Open My Eyes is featuring Lindsey Sterling. Um, Just What to Say is featuring Chrissy Costanza, and she's from a band called Against the Current. She's a beautiful voice, gorgeous voice. Um, for anybody who have listened to Against the Current, they'll, they'll be the first to tell you that she has a really, really um, gorgeous voice. So I really enjoyed that track. That's the closing track oh, cool. um, with her and Dashboard. So... There's that, and they also have a track called Belong, and the song is actually mixed by Cash Cash. So Cash Cash, I don't know if you know about them, Eric, but Cash Cash is like an EDM uh, group, and okay. so it's definitely a dancier song, but it's it would be a good song to play at a party or an event like that, definitely on like the, the dancier vibe of that, so I think people would like that. That's definitely more a radio-friendly f- uh, song for mm, everybody okay. out there. That's probably one of the... If I if I were to choose a song to put on the radio, it would be Belong. 
Um, Very nice. But my personal favorites favorites are We Fight, Catch You, Heartbeat Here, and Just What to Say. Heartbeat Here, I love. He, Like I said um, earlier, he played um, his set list. He played We Fight and Heartbeat Here from the new album. Very nice. So despite the fact that it has a more popular sound, it's... It's still him. Like you can still tell it's... It's still him. It's still his storytelling. He's Lyrically, it's still beautiful. Uh, will it take time for people to really, like, get a hold of it and grasp everything? Yeah, because they're used to a style of music in a certain way. They're right, used right, to the yes. more emo-heavy sound. Yeah, yeah. But generally, so, I find that sometimes when artists do take that route and they change their sound, usually they retain some sense of the thing were. is eric it's just some do it better than others that's what i was going to say and right that's now. what it is it's, that it's that's the argument yes about there's it. different ways of going about it there's doing it right and then just totally doing a 180 and you know doing it to the point where someone's like these aren't the same people anymore exactly so how did you get into dashboard confessional okay so i got into dashboard because i was watching a tv show back when i was like 12 or 13 and one of the songs the song by the way was ghost of a good thing was playing on the background of that tv show and i was like wow what is that song and i tried to i looked it up instantly i did the thing where you take a few words from the song and you remember yeah, it yeah, yeah. you log uh-huh. it up there in your head and you you try to remember it, and then you go back to google or mm-hmm. you, tra- you, you type know, in the lyrics yeah and you try to find it that way so yeah. that basically that's how i tracked it down nice and sometimes i still do that yeah, and then from that, then I really started going through his whole catalog nice, nice. and stuff. Even the song title alone makes me curious. Yeah, the, what that the, one's like. the first uh, couple songs that I remember listening, like the first songs ever, were um, Hands Down, Don't Wait, Stolen, and uh, The Ghost of a Good Thing. The Ghost of a Good Thing was the first one, though, that I heard ever. And looking back on, on your time being a fan of Dashboard Confessional, what are some of your all-time favorite songs okay so i just want to say that everything from dusk and summer um previous to that i love so swiss army romance the places you have come to fear the most a mark a mission a brand a scar dusk and summer like all those albums mm-hmm. are extremely extremely solid like that was dashboard confessional their prime mm-hmm. okay. uh that was at you know early 2000s like i said and those are some crazy, crazy good heartfelt material. Um, songs specifically, Screaming Infidelities, The Best Deceptions, Saints and Sailors, The Good Fight, uh, Standard Lines, Again I Go Unnoticed, Hands Down, As Lovers Go, Carry This Picture, Bend and Not Break, Ghost of a Good Thing, don't wait stolen rooftops and invitations vindicated i mean i can go on on and on all day um i know we don't have the time for that but long story short all of his older albums are fantastic front to back and those i specifically listen to front to back i don't shuffle them i don't pick ones here and there the whole thing masterpieces so his albums specifically are albums that you would listen to from start to finish specifically the swiss army romance the places you have come to fear the most a mark a mission a brand of scar and dusk and dusk and summer classics classic albums like i would recommend those albums to anybody that want to get into him 
Um, it's hard to pick a personal favorite from those because there's just collectively so many good songs on, on each. So I don't know if I could do that, but those handful of albums in general, I would recommend to anybody. To would go. you would you recommend any one as a starting point? Uh, the places you have come to share the most. I would, nice. I would start with that. So I think I already know the answer to this question, but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, would you see them again live? Oh, absolutely. After seeing him live, um, like that in a private setting, I mean, I don't know if this can ever be topped. That's the only thing that I'm afraid of, you know? Because this, this performance or yeah. just this event as Every, a whole? Ev- both. Like, the event as a whole. Well, it, it certainly seems impossible. I mean, think about it. Free food, <laughs> right. uh, good merchandise. You got to meet him in person. Right. Yeah, you're, you're right. It is hard to top that. Exactly. I got, like, the all-in-one, and I didn't even know that I was getting one, let alone <laughs> all-in-one, <laughs> if that makes sense. I think it'd be hard to top that in general. Like, you know, never mind any dashboard confessional concert like any live thing you go to i think it would be difficult to top that yeah and um it was just so intimate and so nice everybody there was just genuinely you know genuine fans and everybody wanted to be there and and everybody singing lyrics back at him and it was just so nice it's just him his acoustic guitar his heartfelt lyrics it was it was a really really good time and the way that song kick set it up it it was just really well organized, and I would a hundred and ten percent go to another Songkick live event, and uh, definitely see Dashboard live when he comes back around. I think that would be an amazing time. I don't know if it could ever top that experience, but um, I would definitely go check him out because I loved seeing him live and having that opportunity was was amazing. So yeah, absolutely. Um, he's actually currently on tour right now. So for anybody who wants to check him out, he's been on tour since mid-March and he's going on tour until I think mid-May. So he's going to be out for a little while. Um, the name of the tour is called the We Fight Tour, Mm, which is one of the tracks off of his new album, Crooked Shadows. And you can get tickets, tour information, the album, all that on www.dashboardconfessional.com. So definitely, if you have the chance to go see him, check if he's coming to a city near you and do it. Do it because he's just, that's another thing too. I just want to throw this in there. This man doesn't age. Like he looks exactly like <laughs> how he did when he when he first uh, came out, which is incredible. So he he's, uh, he's definitely um, an extremely talented guy and uh, he deserves all the success. I'm glad that he's back. I'm really glad that he's uh, back and making music again and touring and all that good stuff. And I can't even imagine what that must have been like for him to, you know, play in front of that crowd after so long of not having done it and just get such a reception back. Yeah, it just goes to show that music's eternal. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best way of putting it. It's just people, once you connect with people on that level. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of feel like that for someone who's coming back from a hiatus starting out with a small show like that is the best way to go. Yeah. I mean, he's not only, he's doing both, you know, he's doing small shows and then he's doing, you know, regular concert venues and stuff like that. Um, So it's nice. He's doing both. Yeah. And he's really trying to just get himself and the band back out there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's just such a humble, sweet guy. I, I really connected to him both on a personal level and obviously musically. I've been following him for years now so it's just good to know that uh 
you know, he's he's great in both ways. So Yeah. Plus what better place to start than the New York music scene? I mean, really. Totally. I'm totally. On. So like I said, if you have the opportunity to go check out Dashboard Confessional Live, hop on it, people, because you will not be disappointed. And definitely check out his new album, Crooked Shadows. All the tour information, album information, everything is at www.dashboardconfessional.com. I want to thank him for taking the time to do that private show in the first place, Eric, because he really didn't have to do that. So yeah, of course. That was a special treat, and that was extremely nice of him to take the time to do that. And I also wanted to just give another shout-out really quick to Otto's Tacos because I did a really deep dive to try to find them. That's how much I really, really enjoyed them. The tacos were delicious. If you live in the NYC area... Go visit Otto's Tacos. You will not be disappointed. They are delicious. All right. So delicious that I had to look them up just to put them in this episode. <laughs> so um, I think you can also get a delivery, too, if you live in the area. Nice. So Always if, convenient. Yes. So if you want to get a delivery, you can go to www.ottostacos.com. That's www.ottostacos.com. So, yeah. Awesome. And last but certainly not least, I would like to thank Songkick for hosting the Songkick Live Experience. They hosted such an exceptional experience for all the people that won the tickets to, to even be there at and the private show. I think that's something that a lot more other organizations should just do of more often, you know? Yeah, that they really rewarded the fans yeah, for yeah. for using the app and, and for uh, supporting them. So Hell yeah, and if you can have events like that with free food and just the whole nine. For real, Songkick Live, thank you for such an exceptional experience from the catered food and drinks to the meet and greet and the picture and the Q&A and the performance. Uh, I wouldn't change a thing. It was it was phenomenal. So really had to give them um, credit for everything that they did for the fans because that was huge. And by now, if you haven't had Song Kick on your phone, then I don't know what you're doing, but go get it. Right after you listen to this podcast, go download it. Eric is about to go download it right now once we get off of here. All right? Oh, so yeah. go to www.songkick.com. Okay, if you have access to a computer, if not, then download it on your phone. It's in the App Store. It should be on Google Play, um, Apple, all that good stuff. Download Songkick. It'll, um, you know, ask you for your information, your email, your zip code, all that good stuff. And then it'll sync with your music library and you will have access to all upcoming artists and bands that are coming near you and their ticket and tour information. And it's so easy to use that you're going to love it because I've been using it for years. I love it. I love that they gave me the opportunity to see this private show. That could happen to you too, people. So I don't know what you're waiting for. Go get Songkick, right, Eric? Oh, yeah. If you're a music fan, this is absolutely for you. Yeah, so on that note, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you to Songkick. Thank you to Dashboard. And what I really want to know is what are your favorite Dashboard songs? What is your favorite album and what's your least favorite album and if you listen to the new album crooked shadows what do you think about it compared to previous dashboard albums so i would really love to hear from you guys we are on all social media platforms you can find us on twitter tumblr instagram and facebook